0: Welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam glitz and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Um, a lot of people uh, say uh, that they hate uh, pop culture. Would you say that's true? I hear yeah. that a lot. I think uh, it's interesting um, to hear so many people say that and to... Um, when you actually break down um, what popular culture is, um, I'm not sure that most people realize what popular culture is and what they're talking about. Um, what, do you, what does pop culture mean to you? Um, things in entertainment that, um, that are very popular, like among the majority of the population. Yeah, th- that's a pretty accurate uh, description. Actually, um, I I think uh, the term pop culture has almost this negative context though now, don't you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people are like, oh, that's too pop. Yeah, you know, that's too that, pop. That's yeah. popular. Why would you want to do what's popular? You gotta be different than everyone. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's like this maybe. big uh difference, um orgy. You know what I mean? Big, like. Oh like people want you to be edgy yeah they're they're edging with their edginess yeah yeah it's a it's very um kind of fake i think mm. i think it's a little um too much um and you, you know this is coming from a person who totally questions social norms but when, when you're talking about popular culture um and you know that it's it's something that most people like it's pretty much just kind of a kind of a thing where you just uh, rub in salt in someone else's wound. And I mean, you know, sometimes I guess that's the considered, you know, that's what people are going for. But I think that, um, especially on the right, um, people will assume that they're saying something profound by, like, making fun of, uh, you know, um, people's taste in music or their taste in movies or whatever it is. And I, I kind of steer away from that. Like, I don't really care wh- what movies or television you watch, do I? Like, do mm-hmm. I say anything? Yeah, I don't say anything about it. I, I, I make fun of celebrities and stuff like that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that so do fucking celebrities. And this is what people don't, mm-hmm. this is where this whole cancel culture thing confuses me is like, people on television make fun of other celebrities. Right? right? right. So, like, if they can do that. And why can't everyone else? Like, that's the thing that's that w- weirds me out about that. And then um, fans take it too serious because they, they get so like upset. Like when you make fun of like one of the celebrities that they really like. Have you ever had that experience? I have. You haven't? Yeah. I I don't think that everyone has had that experience. And that's one of the reasons... I try not to put my bias on this and just see it from the perspective of, okay, well, let's let's find out what exactly like popular culture is and what it is we're always, um, you know saying we hate all the time. and um, how maybe in some ways we might be offending ourselves. <laughs> it may seem obvious that there are a multitude of cultural differences between societies and the world. After all, we can easily see that people have different beliefs and engage in different practices uh, from one society to the next. It's natural that a young woman from rural Kenya would have a very different view of the world from an elderly man in Mumbai, one of the most populated cities in the world. Additionally, each culture has its own internal uh, variations. Sometimes the differences between cultures are not nearly as large as the differences inside cultures. Take America, for example. Do you prefer listening to opera or hip-hop music? Do you like watching horse racing or NASCAR? Do you read books poetry or celebrity magazines? In each pair, one type of entertainment is considered highbrow and the other lowbrow. Sociologists use the term high culture to describe the pattern of cultural experiences and attitudes that exist in the highest class segments of a society. People often associate high culture with intellectualism, political power, and prestige. In America, high culture also tends to be associated with wealth. Events considered high culture can be expensive and formal, you know, to keep the poor people out. (laughs) Attending a ballet or listening to a live symphony performance, for example. The term popular culture refers to the pattern of the more accessible cultural experiences and attitudes that exist in mainstream society. Popular culture events might include a parade, a baseball game, or the season finale of a television show. Rock and pop music, pop is short for popular, are part of popular culture, popular culture is often expressed and spread via commercial media such as radio, television, movies, the music industry, publishers, and corporate-run websites. Unlike high culture, popular culture is known and accessible to most people. You can share a discussion of favorite football teams with a new coworker, or comment on American Idol when making small talk in line at the grocery store. But if you tried to launch into a deep discussion on the classical Greek play Antigone, few members of U.S. society today would be readily familiar with it. Although high culture may be viewed as superior to popular culture, the labels of high culture and popular culture vary over time and place. Shakespearean plays considered pop culture when they were written are now part of our society's high culture 500 years from now will our descendants associate breaking bad with the cultural elite <laughs> I mean it's interesting right to think about um because that that's true um in the old days uh actors and i think still a little bit today probably <laughs> were considered vagabonds and you know heathens and awful people uh, who did awful things like uh, ex- have ideas and that got all the way carried over um, into uh, uh, the 1950s during the communist scare, the Red Scare um, in the United States when they had the uh, little witch trial uh, thing where they were, you know, jailing uh, people for having thoughts, basically, right. thought crime, yeah. um, which, you know, they're trying to reimplement down in uh, places like Florida, mm-hmm. even Texas, even to this day. So... Uh, you can see how culture uh, permeates and it's interesting to note that um, often the critiques you hear of popular culture can come from rich people isn't that true Mm. so isn't it interesting to see that all these critiques which comes from a lot of these conservatives and they're all filthy fucking rich Right. they're really just saying kind of like oh well you're stupid black music you oh, know right. you're dumb rock and roll you're mm. stupid you know you're you're not uh using a cello in that so it's not good that kind of yeah. pompous ass you know these are people who they wouldn't like anyone it wouldn't matter if they were white or black if they were doing um male female wouldn't matter if they were doing something that's uh, low brow, which you know, low brow work uh, requires a lot of talent. Like you can't just be a baseball player, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and you know, look, I I mock sports because I get a little tired of like the chest thumping and stuff like that. But I also recognize that not all athletes are like that, and some of them are actually quite pleasant to be around. So you know, I that's why. I've, I especially recently kind of just decided to lay off um, mocking popular culture in a vacuum. Like, I'm very specific now. And I say I don't like this particular part of popular culture, you know what I mean? Or this particular person within this part of popular culture. Uh, just because I don't want to come off that way. Like, I don't want to come off as, like, this pompous ass, right. you know, who I wouldn't even want to hang around. A subculture is just what it sounds like, a smaller cultural group within a larger culture. People of a subculture are part of the larger culture, but also share a specific identity within a smaller group. Thousands of subcultures exist within the United States. Ethnic and racial groups share the language, food, and customs of their heritage. Other subcultures are united by shared experiences. Biker culture revolves around a dedication to motorcycles. Some subcultures are formed by members who possess traits or preferences that differ from the majority of a society's population. Mm. The body modification community embraces aesthetic additions to the human body, such as tattoos, piercings, and certain forms of plastic surgery. In the United States, adolescents, often from subcultures to... uh, develop a shared youth identity. Alcoholics Anonymous offers um, support to those suffering from alcoholism, but even as members of a subculture band together, they still identify with and for the most part harmoniously participate in the larger society. Sociologists distinguish subcultures from countercultures, which are a type of subculture that rejects the larger culture's norms and values in contrast to subcultures, which operate relatively smoothly within the larger society. Countercultures might actively defy larger society by developing their own set of rules and norms to live by, sometimes even creating communities that operate outside of and apart from the larger society. It is this oppositional, perhaps even antagonistic position that mainly distinguishes a counterculture from a subculture. Religious and other cults, a word that derives from the same root as culture, are also considered counterculture groups. The cult yearning for Zion, YFZ in El Dorado, Texas, existed outside the mainstream. You hear people say, the mainstream media, the mainstream media, the mainstream, media, the mainstream. <laughs> You can hear the people like screaming at the top the maids it's the mainstream no (laughs) but really they're just kind of being pompous asses and just being like well that's that lowbrow news lowbrow working person news that's not good news they're not wearing Armani suits where are their Armani suits how can you listen to someone who doesn't wear an Armani suit they can't know anything they went to a state college I mean it's that kind of stupid you know (laughs) that's really all that this critique is it's a dumb uh, (laughs) college uh, dorm comment (laughs) Uh, existed outside the mainstream and the limelight until its leader was accused of statutory rape well isn't that precious And uh, participating in an underage marriage. Well, there you go. The sex formal norms clashed too severely with U.S. law. And in 2008, authorities raided the compound and removed more than 200 women and children from the property. My God. (laughs) That happened in 2008. Wow. Woo. That's just nuts. Well... Um, yeah I think in in terms of uh, culture and um, how we refer to it we need to be kind of cognizant that you know there are these uh, little kind of attacks um, that are done on things like uh, you know liberalism Um, and this idea that all ideas you know all subcultures which is what they were talking about which can operate seamlessly with within the larger tradition of things and don't disrupt anything it's not causing any direct harm Um, we underestimate that they can exist and you don't have to necessarily um, go around um, persecuting anyone's culture um, but at the same time, um, you have to beware of these kind of counterculture movements, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, uh, can be considered uh, the conspiracy kind of people. Um, emo people kinda, kinda I would say there is subculture. I would say there is subculture because I know emo people and they show up to work every day and they just dress a little different that's all that's different you know so that's that's not counterculture counterculture would be like jim jones mm-hmm. that's counterculture and and a lot of these uh, counterculture groups they they like they said uh, a key element is antagonizing like uh emo emo people that i've met have never tried to start a fight with me or you okay. know said you know what like your lifestyle is ruining the world i would say that um some of these um Uh, if you want to talk about the left in particular, that some of these um, uh, more extreme environmentalist groups are a little counterculture, Um, uh, they do antagonize. Um, I'd say probably um, black lives matter too is a little counterculture. Um, But the thing is, is that a little counterculture, as long as it's not too out there is fine. it depends on what the group is asking for. Mm. Um, So like, you know, the United States is never going to become a communist nation or anything like that. Um, But there's this kind of, you know, undertone of like a a lot of liberalism and black lives matter socialism. You know what I mean? Um, It's not really a threat. And uh, the FBI has watched black lives matter and very closely and they, they've never found any threat there. And, um, you know, you had the hippie movement, which was also counterculture, mm. but I think that that led to some very positive things. Interesting. So not all counterculture is I bad. I think of that as counterculture. It is, but the, the hippie movement was definitely counterculture, but this is a evolution of American hipster subculture. Skinny jeans, chunky glasses, and t-shirts with vintage logos. The contemporary American hipster is a recognizable figure in the United States, based predominantly in a metropolitan area sometimes clustered around hotspots such as the Williamsburg neighborhood in New York City or in parts of Portland Oregon hipsters define themselves through a rejection of the mainstream and a carefully curated adoption of ironic fashions and perspectives as a subculture hipsters um, casually spurn many of the values beliefs and outward presentations of mainstream U.S. culture, often preferring oddly hybridized retro clothing to more formalized professional attire. Despite this partly oppositional stance, the aesthetic symbols of hipster subculture are increasingly being folded back into mainstream culture. So that's essentially what happens, is that um, it uh, it just kind of folds back into the mainstream so subculture eventually becomes culture Mm. especially as people age and new new generations are born and things like that that's interesting basically uh when you get into um what you're uh talking against um in terms of like popular culture which is the main topic of the episode just remember that um that's Entertainment that's accessible to you and that you know um, that only started uh, at the Industrial Revolution um, When you know the printing presses started and things became, you know, massively available to people Um, oftentimes um, People criticize this but you you also are forgetting uh, the vast amount of information that you didn't have um, and that these tools these tools of mass communication are now bringing you And um, if we take them away, um, we go back into a kind of darkness where we don't really know um, what's going on. Um, And now we actually have the tools to be able to, if they're used correctly, they Mm -hmm. must be used correctly. But we can if we use them correctly. And we can learn to use them correctly if we don't know how. Um, We can know the world. And we can know things that are going to happen in the world. And uh, we can prepare for them. And that's the reason I really wanted to do this whole episode on culture, 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 pop culture, subculture, semi-culture, demi-culture, you know, all that stuff. Um, Do you have anything you wanted to add before we sign off? So, what is a cult? Okay, so a cult is a counterculture. Interesting, Okay. Because if you look at Jim Jones, which is the quintessential cult that comes to mind whenever Mm -hmm. you think about cults, um, he rejected uh, American society. He rejected capitalism. He rejected all of this, and he went to, I think it was Papua New Guinea or something like that, and just founded this whole compound and then made his own laws. And I believe they were communists. Mm. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah, whenever you see a cult that's counterculture, now religion doesn't have to be counterculture, and religion doesn't have to be a cult either Interesting. Um, so it's important to make the distinction um, i don't I for one don't personally think that all religions are cults. I think that some of them are, and um you know, I don't think it's necessarily any of the big ones most of the time, so there's that but there's there are religious cults, but there are cults that are you know atheistic. They don't believe in anything. So, I mean, yeah. And it's, you know, it's the mind and what it does to people and how it can, you know, like I said in other episodes, drive you to madness when you're just constantly confirming each other's biases all the time. Right. All right. Is that it? Yeah. All right, everyone. Um. Uh, if you'd like, yeah. you can follow us on Twitter at more underscore content PLS. You could also uh, follow us at more content talk on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And, um, hey, I hope you have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, chill time, lunchtime, party time, whatever it may be. And remember, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. (laughs) Farewell, folks.